Welcome to the Humans of Real Estate, your weekly podcast chatting with real estate industry professionals. We bring you top performing individuals to showcase their knowledge and expertise in the business to help others learn and grow. Here's your hosts, Kobe Clark-Jacobs and Emily Wallace. It's a pleasure and delight to introduce today's guest to the podcast, a long-standing member of the White Fox family and more recently, a director. Lana Samuels is a well-known name in real estate. Joining White Fox after purchasing a home from them, which we'll unpack in a minute, Lana has certainly made a mark in the industry and we can't wait to learn more about her. Welcome, Lana, to the Humans of Real Estate podcast. Thank you, gorgeous girls. I'm excited to be here. We're very excited to learn more about you and your journey in real estate, particularly because this podcast is around the real estate community. But I find it so interesting that you came into the White Fox family um, and started working with White Fox and Marty through buying a house. Absolutely. Tell us, I know you've told me the story about it. On our power walk. Yes, on our (laughs) power walk. But can you tell me more about it? Yeah, absolutely. So I moved across to London um, to follow my now husband over 10 years ago. So worked in the UK, had a great role, um, was running a team of 35 staff under me in Mayfair, different sector completely. So wasn't in real estate. I was working in the FMCG industry, working in five-star hotels, mission star restaurants, did a lot of travel. So had a really exciting life over there and mm. just was, you know, ingrained and traveled a lot for work and had great people around me. Didn't think that we'd actually come back to Australia at all. Wow. So it was um, an interesting path. My dad called me one day, you know, we'll come back from uh, from London back to Australia for a holiday and he said, you've got to meet this guy, Marty Fox. You know, he's a real estate agent. I met Marty at a property in Elwood and instantly connected. He was so good at sales that he actually signed me up on the spot, which was crazy. <laughs> we weren't finance approved. We just started literally a week prior when we landed and turns out that um, he was married to Charlotte, who's his gorgeous wife. And I've had a relationship with Charlotte for many years since we were 15. We've always known each other and kept in touch. And then next thing I know, he's telling me about White Fox that was opening their doors for the first time um, a month later after we'd signed. So he told me about the business, what his goals were um, and the direction they were going in real estate. And I found it fascinating. And my husband said to me, you've got to work with this guy. And Marty said to me, you know, when we met for the second time, you're going to end up working for me. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? I'm going back to the UK. I'm not even moved back to Australia. And he said, I'm telling you right now, you and I are going to work together and you're going to end up working at White Fox. So I went back to the UK, continued with my job and got married and started slowly watching the business unfold through social media from yeah. the other side of the world, you know, in London, watching White Fox progress. And at the time, Ryan Fisher, um, was involved and he was doing incredible work with Marty and they were just flipping the industry on its head and not being from real estate, watching the way that they were cracking the code and standing out drew me instantly. And I thought if I'm ever going to do it, I think the time's now. Mm -hmm. So my husband and I made the decision together that if we're going to move back, we need to get in early and I could see the business would transform and evolve fairly quickly, just given, you know, the direction it was going and, how quick they were progressing in deals and disrupting the market. So we made the decision. We jumped off the plane. I started the next day and it's over three years now. So it was a bit of a whirlwind, but I took a chance. And I think what made me take the chance was seeing the business take a chance Mm. in an industry that was so established and that is so established. There's incredible businesses out there that have been running for a really long time. 
But what's really exciting about this is what we've been able to achieve in, you know, four years. A lot of people are taking notice now, so it's, it's pretty exciting. They most definitely are, certainly. Um, I think it's so fascinating that Marty said you'd be working with him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here you are. You know? I, it's crazy. And it's really interesting when he said that, I knew that I would as well. And for me, my intuition's very strong. I follow my gut always. And I followed my gut in that situation and I thought if you're ever going to do it, it's now, you're young, we don't mm. have children. My husband and I were nimble as a couple. Mm. The fact that we bought a property and we had somewhere to go, you know, everything led in the right direction. So it was good timing. And I'm glad I jumped in then because the processes of getting in, involved in the business now have changed dramatically over mm. the years and it's evolved in so many different areas. And it's just exciting to be here and to be a pillar of the business from the beginning yeah. and to have seen the growth, you know, and the steps that have been taken to get here. So yeah. I'm very blessed. Well, it sounds like you've been on quite the journey with White Fox as both a brand and a business. What would be the biggest change that you've seen along the way? The biggest change along the way, the core values are exactly the same from the moment that I walked through the door in South Melbourne at our office over there. I think the biggest change has been the volume of people that have come in so mm. quickly and the right people. That's just been incredible to watch. There's a there's a bit of a step process in order to come into the business. So Mighty will obviously meet with somebody, you know, if they want to come and work with us and they'll sit with management, which is myself, Charlotte, senior members of the team, and we'll all just have a chat and get to know each other. And it's got to be everybody on board with that person. It's just got to fit. It's got to be natural. Um, the volume of people that have come in the last year has been unbelievable. We've got some serious operators that have joined the business that we're so excited about, you know, Pete and Callum mm. from Hocking Stewart, incredible operators with a great reputation. And I've been watching the boys from afar for a while now and they're the, just the perfect fit. So we're all excited for the new people that have come in. Everybody brings something so different. Yes. And we're not trying to be who, when, who we're not. We're not trying to be a certain way. Everybody that comes in is very natural yes, mm -hmm. and is their own person. Yeah. So in the beginning, you know, people are trying to act a certain way or just, you know, trying to be that real estate agent and try really hard. I think now we've got the right team in and everybody just puts a piece to the puzzle. And mm -hmm. that's why we we're the engine room that we are now. Yeah. Everyone's got something new and, and special to add. Yes. And look, White Fox obviously being a known brand mm -hmm. and a company in real estate is one piece of the puzzle. But another piece that I think you've personally done really well and agents that operate within White Fox is actually the personal brand yep. behind it. Yeah. So maybe if you could touch on a little bit of about the importance of personal brand, even, I mean, everyone out there is working for an agency, right? There's not very many small operators. Mm -hmm. So how important is personal brand and how do you make your personal brand known? Really good question. I think for me personally, I'm just being me. You know, I work really hard. I really care. I always put 110% in and I have my moments like we all do. And I think being a woman in real estate is difficult. It has its challenges. I'm very house proud. I love to cook. I love to clean. Mm. You know, I love to be in my home environment, but being in real estate means that I'm doing long hours. So I'm, I'm trying to find a balance as a woman in a home and mm. as a wife, mm. but being very career orientated and very driven, I've got a lot of support at home. You know, my husband has been unbelievably supportive. He knows 
that I've got a, a goal and a mission and I want to take my career in a certain direction and I couldn't do it without the support from him. Um, so it's been interesting. Personal brand, I think I put a lot out there. I don't share absolutely everything, but I want to be, I want to be raw. I want to be organic and I want people to be able to connect with me, you know, and understand who's behind the business. And that's what we all do here. I think we all put out snippets of ourselves, you know, that make us all real. And I think just be real, be yourself and be comfortable. You know, it's hard, but it's hard putting yourself out there and it's taken me a long time to do it. (laughs) At the beginning, I was very nervous about putting myself on a platform like, you know, Instagram, for example, but I'm getting more and more comfortable and it's, it's just evolving. And I think you put out what you want people to see, but don't be scared of doing it. And are you seeing that coming back to you? Like obviously anyone listening to this, there would be hesitation yeah. in putting yourself on social media unless it's scary. you're scary. It, it is, is scary. It is. It is. Would you say that you're feeling that that, you know, is worth it as in people yeah. are going, you know, I've seen you on Instagram, I've seen what you've been doing and they have an insight that they wouldn't otherwise have? Absolutely. Even clients, you know, we've got so many clients, vendors, purchases that all follow us and follow the brand and the feedback has been so positive. Mm. I was nervous that it would be negative and I think that's just, you know, that's what you do when you put yourself on a platform, you're up for criticism and, you know, you're always a little bit scared about it. But I think once you get a bit of momentum, you get more comfortable with it. I've personally, you know, had incredible feedback from women in the industry in particular. Great. You know, yesterday I had 25 DMs from women all across Australia and just commenting, asking, you know, down to fashion, down to, (laughs) and it's a funny one. The fashion one comes up a lot. It makes me laugh. We all dress well. That's why. (laughs) I just said to Emily before, I love Lana's dress. Oh, thank you. I mean, for me, that's important. I'm very proud when I wake up every day my outfit dictates my mood. Yeah. If I'm not feeling it, then yeah. it comes out throughout the day. So that's been interesting. And, you know, for me personally, I, I don't feel like I dress like a real estate agent. You know, I'm not, you know, suited and booted in black and white. That's the brand that we are. We're all, you know, able to dress the way we want to dress. And I love fashion and I love integrating fashion into what I do, mm. you know, so that's been really cool. But the feedback's been amazing. Women all across Australia have reached out to me and it's just been Pretty mind-blowing. I was saying it to my husband last night, the messages that I'm getting and girls asking, can I call you, you know, just want to have a chat. I'm struggling with this. How do you get around that? And I reply to everyone, you know, the best that I can. And for me, I really have, you know, I have a lot of empathy for girls that are doing it because it's hard, but Mm. we all have to rally together and we're all on this crazy journey of real estate. And if you don't laugh, you'll cry. So you've got to laugh, you know. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) Well done on becoming a director. How has that come about with everything at White Fox? Thank you so much. Um, well, it was it was a journey. So in my journey of the last three years, as I mentioned earlier, I didn't come from a real estate background, but I came from luxury sales. Um, I've learned a lot in the last three years. And I think being next to Marty for three years has been equivalent to being 10 to 15 years in the industry. Mm. The doors that they've opened you know, the knowledge that I've been able to absorb by being with an operator like him daily has, you know, has been mind blowing. It's, you can't even describe it, what I've been able to absorb in the background. So it's been three years of really hard work. Um, A lot of behind the scenes that nobody sees has contributed to the title that came across last week. Um, I've personally decided that I want to spend my time 50% off the plan 
and 50% built. And that's something that not a lot of people know in the industry. Right. That I do 50% off the plan. And I naturally fell into that. So Marty and I, you know, had great success with Tim Gurner St. Moritz in Mm. St. Kilda. And that was the first time I'd ever been exposed off the plan. And the business didn't actually sell off the plan prior to that. So that was our first taste. And between Marty and myself, we sold 16% of that development. So we sold the most out of every agent you know, in Melbourne, which was incredible. Yes. So I lived and breathed that, you know, that was my opportunity to accelerate my career and my financial goals. And I really took advantage of that and I loved it. You know, I remember sitting in my car on a 39 degree night and I didn't have air conditioning in my apartment because I couldn't afford it at the time. You know, it was real estate early years and everybody thinks it's really glamorous, but the first few years are hard. You have to put in the hard work. So I'd set myself little goals. You know, I sat in the car with the air con, 39 degrees (laughs) and gave myself a little game to play that I'm not leaving until I book four private appointments at St. Moritz. It's literally what I did. So I sat in the car and then I I struck one really good call. She came in and ended up spending, you know, $17 million off the plan. So she bought a property, then a friend bought a property, then her parents did. She's a big client of mine now. So you have to put in the hard work. You have to make the calls. Mm. And um, if you strike the right balance and you're persistent, it all comes together. And that's the rewarding part. It's the relationships in the background and looking back at what you had to do to get there. So that really started off my off the plan journey. Yeah. Um, and I really loved it. And then from there we got approached by, you know, a few developers in the the very early days. And now, you know, we're getting a lot of really good very well-established developers coming to us and we're picking the right projects that work for us and the right team and the right locations. And I've been managing that in the background for the last two years with Marty Mm. um, and doing a lot in the background that, you know, no one knows in terms of deals, some really big ones. And naturally I've just gravitated to it because I look at it as if you can sell off the plan, if you can sell a piece of paper for millions of dollars, Mm. the rest is bricks and water. It's all about connecting. And when you connect with somebody with off the plan, usually they have a a trade-in, you know, it's a big commitment. So for me, having the balance of 50% off the plan and 50% built is a really nice balance. Yeah. Really good balance. So it was exciting that I got the title. Yeah. Um, I didn't need a title to feel good and to love what I do. It was just a bonus and it's really special to be recognised. Yeah, definitely. It's a big moment for me. So obviously Marty Fox is a well-known name in the industry. What's the biggest lesson that you've learned in being alongside Marty as a teammate, as a friend, as part of the journey from that beginning? What's the biggest lesson that you've taken from being an observer as well as being part of it? Oh, that's a really good question. (laughs) There's been many, many lessons. I think the biggest lesson that I've learned is be yourself people buy into people and everybody loves authenticity. Mm. And if you are authentic to the way that you are, that will come off and people will gravitate to you naturally. And I think Marty has that in volume, you know, he's unapologetic, he's who he is and um, people naturally gravitate to him. And I feel I, I also have that in me. And Mm. I think that's why I connect really well with a lot of people is I'm myself and yeah. I'm not going to pretend to be somebody that I'm not. Mm. What you see is what you get. I always put 110% into everything that I do. And um, 
it's a bit of a journey along the way and you have fun with it. And yeah. that's what it's all about. You're dealing in serious transactions in, in people's lives. You're in somebody's home mm. and that is such a sacred space. So respect is really important to me and that's something that I've learned through Marty as well. Respect the opportunity. Yes. That is really, really important. When you're invited through somebody's front door, mm. you know, you've got to give it everything and you need to follow through. Yeah. If I say I'm going to do something, I always do it. I never overcommit myself if I know that I can't match it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's pretty important. Definitely. Do you have any advice for women who either want to enter the industry or have just begun? My advice would be to women coming into real estate is just go and get them. I think we have such a strong position within this whole chessboard, you know. Women have something very special about us. We've got empathy. You know, considering 90% of decisions are made with us in the household, to walk into somebody's home, you know, you've already got a bit of a leverage and an advantage there. So just be confident, be yourself, have fun whilst you're doing it and be organised. Know your stuff inside out and seize the opportunity is what I would say. Yeah. And find the balance because that's what's hard and I think you girls would agree with that. We want to do it all and we can do it all but it's difficult to find the balance. So listen to your body. You know, I have my moments when I'm exhausted and I don't know how I'm going to get through the day, but I listen to my body and I take the break and I exercise and I try and eat really well and surround myself with really good people. Um, Having really good support systems is important when you're coming into real estate. You know, you're not going to be able to make every birthday or every lunch Mm. or every girl's night. You know, there's been many, many times that I've, you know, not been able to make it because I'm working and I'm seizing the opportunity that's really important to me. It's momentum in what we do. So there are a few things that you need to consider if you are coming in and you want to be really successful. You've got to have the balance, but I think the first five years are really, really important. So you need to find the right balance. You know, for example, I had a a girl's night just before Christmas at my house and I was cooking dinner for a load of my girlfriends and I got a call at 5.30 PM from a buyer off the plan over $4 million dollars. He called me and he said, we've made an offer on another property. Tomorrow's the end of the cooling off period. We have been looking at the development that you're selling for a while. You know, you've worked with us for about six months. We haven't quite committed. Our gut feeling is that we've made the wrong decision with the other one. And I said to him, where are you right now? Yeah, you have to act on that. And I said, okay, I've got a girl's dinner. I've just cooked. I'll see you in 15 minutes. I left my girlfriends at my house eating dinner to jump in the car always got contracts in the boot of my car because you just never know. (laughs) And I drove to their house and I signed them up because it's momentum. They were, you know, on a bit of a time clock. They're in their eighties. The wife was very nervous. I just went and got in front of them instead of saying, we'll catch up tomorrow. I'm busy. Hmm. My work comes first, Mm, you know, and my clients come first. So that was a huge one. That was over four. Went straight to my vendor's house. They were having a dinner party. (laughs) I didn't even call them. I just turned up and knocked on their door, you know, a big beautiful house in Turak and I rang the buzzer and was beeping my car and they came out and they said, you're nuts. And I said, you're not going to believe it. I've got it. So it was, that was a real special moment for me because it's momentum. And that probably wouldn't have happened if I waited till Monday. That was a Sunday night. Yeah. My girlfriends were still at my house by the time I got home, but I was gone for <laughs> a while. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's, you've got to, you've got to be ready to jump. And that the opportunity is, presents itself. That story you've just told is a classic example of the fact that real estate is a lifestyle. Lifestyle. It yep. is. And some people don't understand that. I no. think a lot of people who are in maybe a corporate job, nine to five yeah. sort of employee mentality mm. don't 
they would they'd be saying that you're crazy. Like, yeah. what do you mean? My, you've got my to go. girlfriends think I'm crazy. Yeah, they would. But <laughs> they love it and they support me yeah. in it. My, you know, even last night, my girlfriend said to me, "What did you do today?" You know, I shot two videos. I had eleven appointments. I'm training. I'm I'm trying to train my co-pilot, Alan Crawford, and give him, <laughs> you know, all the intel and get him settled into the business. But you just fly constantly, and that's what I love about it. Mm. And it suits my personality. It suits my training. You know, working London in a really fast-paced bubble, I think, geared me up to be able to to do this job, but it was a struggle in the beginning. Mm -hmm. It took me a while. It probably took me a good year to get into the flow and to, um, to listen to my body Mm -hmm. as well. I think that's really important. If I don't train, I don't have a good day. So whether it's walk like you, Emily, Mm -hmm. I know that that's really important to clear your head. I do some meditation at night. You know, I, I try and balance myself as best as possible and reward myself. Yes. That's really important because we work so hard it's difficult to have an off button because there really isn't one in this job. And I think for women in real estate, either going in, considering it, you know, it's hard to switch off. The only time I really switch off is if I go overseas. Yeah. When nobody can get a hold of me. (laughs) Other than that, you're constantly on, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. I really wouldn't. Yeah, definitely. It's it's incredibly rewarding. Yeah. It's certainly echoed in a lot of the commentary that we've had from guests of the podcast that, Yeah, it is a fast-paced lifestyle. It is a way of life, yep. but people love it. That's why they're in it. That's why I, they're still here. I don't think I could do anything else now. It's addictive. No. Yeah. You know, you have high highs and low lows. Yes. And finding that balance just to keep going can be difficult at times. It yeah. really can. You know, I had a day last week, I had three really big ones on the go that were meant to drop that day and they all fell over. Oh, no. And I was gutted. I was moping on the couch that night and my husband had to pick me back up. And he said, tomorrow's going to be a good day. This is what you do. If you can't handle it, then you shouldn't be in it. And it's true. But we all have our moments. You know? We all do. You want to have a sook sometimes <laughs> and you need a glass of wine and that's when you call your girlfriends and you have the right people surrounding you. But it's just you're constantly evolving. Mm. Just in closing, Lana, what would be your proudest moment you've had? My proudest moment would be one that I had at St. Moritz and I've spoken about it before but – to go into real detail, that was when I, um, Marty had just had a baby. He'd had his second little one, Olive, and they were still in hospital. And we had a really big appointment with a lady that I'd never met before. Um, and he was going to come to help support the closing of the deal. I told him, I really thought about it before I said it. I remember where I was. I was in Hawksburn Village getting a coffee and I thought, I'd love him there as a safety blanket. You know, I, I need somebody there to help me. And then I thought, they're in hospital. I can't take this poor guy to hospital with a newborn to help me close a deal. I'm just going to give it everything that I've got, you know. So I said, no, don't worry, I've got it. And I went and we closed it and it was a very big, big sale. Um, That was my proudest moment because she said to me afterwards, you're going to really go places, Mm. you know. And she said, you were cold calling me. I've never met you before. I've just spent X amount of money with you on a piece of paper. And um, keep doing what you're doing because it's only going to get better for you. Just keep your head down and keep focusing. And single woman, power woman in business. Like I've got goosebumps even saying that. (laughs) But that was a really proud moment for me when I walked out. I couldn't believe I was shaking. You know, that was quite early in my career. I'd never done a deal at that level, let alone by myself. So that moment when I walked out of the display suite into the car and I called my husband screaming was the moment that I knew I've got this. Yeah. I've got it. 
That's awesome. It's self-belief. You, I think every agent has that turning point where everything just drops. I think the first six months in real estate are the hardest months. Everybody hits rock bottom that I've spoken to. You know, I was on the floor at Mighty's house sobbing after six months and I said, I can't do this. This is too much. I'm, I'm, I'm not cut out for real estate. He pushed me through and I pushed myself through. But if you can get past those, those barriers – Every year it gets better and better and better. You meet more people, you connect, you transact at different levels. And what seals the deal is the sky's the limit. Break your own barriers and fly. Lana, it's been an absolute pleasure. I've learned so much about you today, um, even though we've caught up before, but it's been (laughs) such a pleasure. And I know that this is going to be a great episode that people refer back to um, and and reference. So thank you so much for all your insights and your time. Pleasure being with you um, girls. I've loved it. Yeah, we wish you all the very best and maybe we'll jump back in in a year's time and see where you're at. Check back in. Love it. Thanks, Thanks, girls.